You are listening to Think. That's like think, but with an M instead of an N. This is episode 17? 18. 18. Episode We 18. literally just talked about this. I know, but the last one that I said out loud was 17. I felt like. Because you, you said it's 18, and I said, okay, so we just did 17. So in my head, I just said the number I thought of. I mean, nobody cares. We can just name these episodes whatever <laughs> we want. <laughs> Welcome to Think, episode 322. Uh, if you're just catching up, you missed a lot. Yeah. Thanks for liking and subscribing and making us the most popular podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Thanks for, uh, thanks for all us the comments. To, uh, John Kasich's office. That's really great, sweet of you guys. Yeah. The Think is now senator of We took over his governor Twitter of account. <laughs> Whoops. Mayor of Ohio. <laughs> Dr. A Surgeon General of Ohio. Hashtag theme for mayor. Thank you for making that a successful campaign. Thank you for contributing to uh, our super PAC. Thanks for also making hashtag theme for uh, garbage disposal man a success. Uh, we did lose that election, but <laughs> you know, I think fine. we came out I on top. I think it's because it, the, the, we shouldn't have said garbage disposal man. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's what that's called and also i don't think they're elected uh coroners are elected <laughs> yeah we didn't run for coroner oh, fuck. Well, unless you're a- calling a coroner a garbage disposal man well in in 300 episodes for 305 <laughs> episodes 304 episodes from now yeah all humans will be just trash so they're gonna rename the coroner to garbage disposal yeah man. okay so in this moment we're having kind of like you know that book the secret you know that the philosophy within the book, The Secret, where you're supposed to imagine what you want the future to hold, and then it shall? Can I just have one day where somebody doesn't bring up the fucking secret? Well, why do you surround yourself with people that not, follow the secret to a T? It's not my fault that, like, literally you should, 90% you know you of the media, the, the comedia, the 90% of the media that I consume talks about the secret and that's my fault for only listening to the secret audiobook i guess but you should maybe make your vision board have not the secret on it yeah or have like the secret with a big red it's gonna be hard because i've got the secret tm uh trademarked uh vision board i bought from their website that is gonna be difficult so maybe cross that out if you really imagine yourself throwing it away okay we're giving the secret a lot of plugs here I don't even know when that came out. It's so. America's best-selling book. Oprah loves it. It's, I thought America's best-selling book was the Bible. Mm, I don't know the difference. Wait, I was talking about the Bible. When I said- <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, and Jesus did come down from the mountain with two uh, vision boards in his hands. <laughs> yeah, Jesus was the one that came down yeah. from the mountain. If you're just tuning in, we're rewriting the Bible. <laughs> You're listening to Think Episode, what was it, 322. 22. Yeah. The actually, and by now, we're actually on episode 327. We're just pumping them out. This has been literally in the span of the last five minutes. We did five episodes. <laughs> I wonder if that would do better for us. If we just put out like <laughs> One second three. long episodes. Yeah. And it was just like us saying one word. It's literally you just saying the word think, and then that's the end of the episode. <laughs> we can try that. Maybe. That's high concept. Maybe that's what we'll do for the next next week, or for our first first bonus episode, is just have us yelling "theme" at each other for about an hour and fifteen minutes. Okay. With a commercial break. 
in between. What if we released a bonus video that's just us getting arrested in Governor John Kasich's office? <laughs> for yelling. For thing. yelling Thimk at him. For yelling like www.soundcloud.com slash Thimk. The podcast? Yeah. 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 All right. I'm open to that. I think that's a good idea. I think we would get some write-ups. The personal is political. That's what I always say that. That's everything I wake up screaming. What? What did you just say? The personal is political. Okay. What do you think I said? I don't know. It sounded like gibberish. I was only half paying attention. I mean, I, I, I've i had about half a milk stout, and apparently that's enough to put me put me in the ground. So. All right. It's going to be a fun episode. I really like the thing we do now where it's just like we spend the first 10 minutes talking about how to get more people to listen, which probably is like scaring yeah. away anyone yeah. that going to listen. Yeah, that's why our numbers We dropped. should put this at the end. Oh, uh, we should. Just cut it. Okay. I got that? Harry? Right. This is the end of the episode. We didn't introduce ourselves. Oh, we didn't? No. I'm I'm Nicholas Rue. I'm... Oh, who am I? Uh, I'm Paul Vine. And then Harold... Harold. I'm Engineer Harold. And then we got Engineer, 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 engineer Harold. Engineer Harold. We got train. We're gonna get train you a mic one day. We're gonna be able to afford. We're gonna afford that third mic input. Yeah. No. I actually That's, have those capabilities. But if you want to hear Engineer Harold on a good good sound quality, leave a comment. Leave, leave a comment. That that gives us five comments is enough for us to get a new mic input. All right, let's get into the content. Let's get into the content. Nick, what what do you know about psychology? Mm, I took abnormal psych in college. All right, what was that about? Uh, psychology that was abnormal. Abby normal? Uh, that was that. Yeah, that, that's that young Frankenstein. Young Frank, Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. Young Young. Young Frankenstein. Carl Jung Frankenstein. You know, I, I know about the uh, man who mistook his wife for a hat. Yeah, Oliver Sacks. Good yeah. book. Uh, I don't know about that book. I just know the title of it. Oh, okay. Uh, I know about that guy who um, his his two hemispheres of his brain were severed. Mm-hmm. And then he could do, I don't entirely. He could. could he could he's like the only person draw that could something. rub his stomach and pat his head at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't feel like I know enough about it. Right, well, I think a lot of people out there don't know enough about it. Why don't you tell us? Actually, what I'm going to talk about is people not knowing enough about it. Oh, well, that's perfect. Wait, so you're not going to actually teach us about Well, I'm going to talk about a specific experiment, set of experiments that were done that... And there's a lot of debate to be Stanford had about Prison? This. No. Okay. Yeah. I know that one. Yeah, I know everyone knows People want to kill people. Yeah, people walk up out, wake up out of bed when they're babies talking about the Stanford Prison experiment. <laughs> you think I'm going to come in here with that juvenile shit? Get out of here. All right. Uh, All right let's get advanced. Let's get intermediate. Let's talk about the Rosenhan experiments. I, I've never heard of that. All right. So there were a set of trials conducted by David Rosenhan, who is a uh, Stanford professor, Stanford University hey, Stanford? Professor. Stanford. Mm, where was he for the prison experiments? He wasn't there. All right. I mean, maybe he was there. Yeah, he might have been there. He didn't I, look I, into I that, don't think did it didn't, didn't come up. All right. So I'm pretty sure I wasn't him. You didn't do your research. Fuck, fuck off. Um, so while listening to a lecture from uh, the famous uh, Scottish psychiatrist R.D. Lang. R.D. Lang? R.D. Lang. <laughs> R. You mean like vulgar drug addicted comedian <laughs> yes. R.D. Lang? Yeah, you didn't know this, but he's a famous Scottish psychiatrist. He's on Howard Stern, and he's a famous Scottish psychiatrist. Yeah. Um, psychiatrist? Psychiatrist. Okay. If you ask me to define the difference. 
Could you? I will leave. <laughs> but can you? One of I think I think I believe one of them can prescribe medicines. The other one cannot. I think psychiatrists can prescribe medicines. That Psychologists right. can't. I would believe that. Now, what's this? It's not R D Lang. It's R K D Lang. Yeah, it's K D Lang. No, it's R period D period Lang, and it's probably not pronounced Lang because he's Scottish, so it's probably like Long. Lung. Lang. Artie Lung. Artie Lung. Uh, Is there an I in it? Yeah, it's L-A-I-N-G. Cool. So, All right, I think we probably lingered on this yeah, guy's it's, name. It's, he, he's getting a lot of buzz. I hope he's paying us money. <laughs> um, and he's dead. Um, the estate. So while listening to a lecture from this man, um, David Rosenhan wondered if it were possible to test. Uh, like, That's what the estate tax is, right? Whenever you say someone's name who's dead, the family has to send you money? No. No? No. Okay. Not that at all. Um, You'll have to teach me about that sometime. Yeah, one day. Uh, So Rosenhan basically wanted to find out if it was possible to test the reliability of psychiatric diagnosis Mm -hmm. or diagnoses. Um, So he created two-part study. Well, he started with one part, and then the second part kind of arose from the first part. So the first part consisted of basically getting a control group, people who were mentally normal. This it's this that is gonna seems... be, it's gonna get problematic. Okay, yeah, yeah. This is the seventies, it's gonna get problematic. Their understanding of psychiatry was super not good. Um there, and this is what he set out kind of to show. So he got eight mentally healthy people people who What were the like qualifications for someone being mentally healthy? I mean, they went through a standard of like psychiatric like procedures, like of like questioning people, talking to them. Basically ensuring that they were not abnormal at the time. Okay. So they got that. They, like, recorded. Everyone had, like, affidavits. They had a lawyer there that could back that up, you know. Because mm-hmm. their goal was to basically get these eight people who were, for all intents and purposes, normal, s- admitted to a psychiatric hospital or multiple psychiatric hospitals. Okay. So what they did, they called them pseudo patients because they weren't real real patients because um, yeah so they were healthy they were the control yeah so what they did is they would go to uh, psychiatric institutions and they went to like 12 different institutions across the u.s and I did they ever get confused who about who was the pseudo patient who was a real patient did they have to wear gowns where did they stay we're gonna get into that okay don't you're jumping ahead. I just am telling you what I'm interested in. I know. I'm, I'll get to it. Okay. We've got, we've got some good info. Okay. So hold your horses. I'm holding them. All right. Um, so what they would do is they would go to these psychiatric institutions and they claim that they heard voices. They were having auditory hallucinations. These were the mentally healthy people. Yeah, the mentally healthy people. So they would show up and they would say, yeah, I heard voices uh, of the same sex saying things that weren't always clear, but sometimes they, you know, it sounded like they were saying empty, uh, hollow, thud. Thud? Um, They're making thud. like sound effects. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, but but like they, the reason they chose those words is because they were narrating a Batman comic. Yes. Um, no, they chose those words because like empty and hollow. You know, you start getting like an existential crisis kind of thing. Um, and also, I mean, the big thing here was that there's nothing in the literature so far that. So- would indicate that those are symptoms of psychiatric issues. Okay, yeah, because that sounds like... I, I wouldn't imagine that psychiatric disorders are uh, often classified by someone hearing a voice 
that just kind of gives them a hashtag for the symptoms of that disorder. Well, I'm hashtag empty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hashtag this is sad. Hashtag thud. Yeah. Well, this which is free, terribly free Twitter. Happy d- dude. Yeah, but I mean, like a it's like schizophrenia for the longest time was just like, oh yeah, you hear voices or whatever. So like they, I mean, that's kind of what they were doing. Um, yeah, but why do they specifically have to say like, oh, here's what the voices were saying? Because well, because the doctors why is are that gonna, what Because if you went to a doctor and like I hear voices and the doctor's like, oh, what do they say? And you're just like, uh, well, uh. Why couldn't they have a little more imagination than just empty, hollow thud? Because they were doing a fucking experiment, and you gotta have like you, you consistency. Know, you have to have a study. Consistency. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Why couldn't it have been like a voice that was like coaching them on bowling or something? I don't know, because you probably people are probably like, did you just have your radio on too loud, or something? Did you buy a VHS? Psychiatrist with that condescending in the seventies. Uh, I mean, no, that's. Actually, are you hearing voices, or do you just have your radio on? Yeah. Get out of here. Are you brace face? I'm walking here. You got your braces and well, the you teeth picking up the ball radio. And you're picking up uh, radio stations with your teeth. Oh, you home to Rick. You don't need to see a psychiatrist. You need to see a dentist. It's for the braces. Actually, I guess I'd be an orthodontist. Yeah. That's He's what a I, psychiatrist. Was, I was disappointed. That yeah, okay. An orthodontist sure. put on braces. Fuck off. <laughs> keep, t- keep, telling me, keep telling me about the empty hollow thuds. Are we keeping track of the fuck-offs this episode? Yeah, it's two. This is a fuck-off down? Yeah. Well, now you're on two. Um, what so- happens when I get to three? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> All, right. All right. So in each case, uh, the pseudo the patients were admitted to the hospitals, uh, and they they were like in a very variety of hospitals. They're like rundown public hospitals, uh, urban university hospitals. Uh, one of them was a hospital at like uh, Washington University in St. Louis, I think. Yeah, good hospital. Um, well, yeah, uh, and then there's expensive private hospital. So seven of those. There's eight patients, seven of them, well, pseudo-patients, seven of them were diagnosed with schizophrenia. The one at the private hospital was actually diagnosed with manic depressive psychosis, Hmm. which to me means absolutely nothing. Like, I'm not trained in that kind of thing, but uh, based on what I was reading is really the the idea is that, like, with schizophrenia, your outcomes aren't great. Mm -hmm. They're just like, oh, you're crazy. There's nothing we can fucking do about it. Again, 70s. Uh, but manic depressive yeah, psychosis. Yeah, in a 1970s voice, so no one thinks you're being... What is that, tra- the transatlantic voice? I You pick what you think a 1970s To me, it's like a Whoa, grizzled cop. That's 60s. That's, well, that's, 70s is a little more like bitter. You know, there's an oil okay. crisis. Okay, that was 80s, I thought. Late, it's under late Reagan. 70s. Okay, whatever. Um, anyway, so... Uh, you're not even going to give me a damn 70s voice. No, I don't have a 70s voice. It's okay, fine. You can give me like a give me a good example of somebody with a 70s voice. I feel like uh okay. Uh what's media from the night? Give me like a, a Harrison Ford. Like a Han Solo, like a 70s Han I'm Solo, like kind of gruff and grizzled and no, a little deep that's, and it's that's that's space. He was in space. It's not doesn't the count. space 70s? No, it's a long time ago. It's like it's literally the first five seconds of that fucking film. Say a long, I nev- I a long get, time ago. I always get so excited during that part that I close my eyes. Yeah, you, you're just like, I can't believe this movie is set in the '70s. And then I close my eyes until it goes boom, and then I open them and it says Star Wars, and then it gives me a brief summary of yeah. what's uh, has happened already and what's mm-hmm. about to happen. 
Right. Which, like, I think more films should do. Yeah. Most films don't give you, like, a quick summary of the context of the story beforehand. Yeah. I wish more films would do that, but without, like, a prequel or anything before it. Like, it would would just tell you what happened in the previous film, but it doesn't exist. It would be nice if, like, Forrest Gump started out with, like, a brief history of the American Like, how his parents fucked? Oh, okay. (laughs) And his mom's whole situation. Yeah. Um... Anyway, so if, if if you have manic depressive psychosis, your outcomes are a little bit better. Um, so the only person I got admit, uh, diagnosed with that was the person at the, the fancy hospital. Um, and then once they were admitted, they were told, basically, stop. Pretend everything is fine. Tell them you're okay. You haven't had any more auditory hallucinations. Um, so, like, for all intents and purposes, they're... How did they get this? Did they, like, plan it beforehand or did they keep in touch? No, they planned beforehand. Okay. That's um, so while they were in the hospital... Were these people getting paid? Uh, I don't know if they were paid to participate. Hmm. It's the 70s, so probably not. Hmm. Um, but so the... Well, and some of them were like... I think the the guy, David Rosenhan, was one of the guys who participated in this. Like, he participated in the study himself. Okay. I have issues with that. Like He had a rose in his hand. I shouldn't be his... Um, rose, rose and Glove. Is that, is that a song? I think it's a song. Don't worry about it. By who? Or is it, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, that that little moment got away from us there. Yeah, no. Let's see what so happens when you do jokes that I usually I would do. Um, yeah, I don't know how to react. <laughs> I shut down. You just have, you just get fried for a second. Yeah. There. Jeez, you're halfway through this milk stout. I'm the, all the way through. Oh, you are done. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm done. So, um, all right. So while they were in the hospital, they took extensive notes. The staff, patients, basically how they were treated, how everyone else was treated, just kind of get an idea of like what was happening. Um, and none of the hospital staff realized that they weren't actually mentally ill. Mm-hmm. And in fact, like in a lot of cases, like they would justify their behavior as being a symptom like oh yeah people writing notes they're just like oh they were uh oh, fuck, what was the term like uh ca- calligraphically uh imposed or something they, they had some like weird term that they used for just like they wrote a lot they had writing compulsions or something and it's just like you know they weren't hiding it they were just like yeah i'm taking notes on what i'm doing um that seems weird right but what's we- no? I mean, if I worked there, I would probably think it's weird that someone was writing down what was happening to them. Well, like that would seem like a delusion, right? Well, right. Like if someone was taking notes. It- well, so and here's what's interesting though, is a lot of the patients, like a good number of the patients, not I shouldn't say a lot, but like forty out of like a hundred and twenty patients, so about one, you know, one third of the patients, could tell that these people weren't ill, like they interviewed them or afterwards or like while they were there, they talked to people and they're just like, why are you faking this? Yeah. You know, what are you doing here? Basically. Um, so the goal was to get released, obviously, you know, yeah. figure out how long it would take to be released. Um, so they had to convince the hospital to release them. And that's why the, the lawyers they had to get paid for this. Right. Probably. I, I, again, so you're like missing work for how long to be committed. Well, to I'm going to get to that. So the lawyers kept on retainer in case they had to basically prove, like, no, these people aren't, you know, in case the hospital's like, no, you're danger to everybody. We can't release you. Um, but the, the hospitals eventually were like, yeah, all right, admit that you're sick and start taking these antipsychotic medicines and we'll release you. Again, these are people that aren't 
Yeah, the pseudo patients. Yeah, um, they flushed all their meds down the Sounds toilet. Sounds like a real catch twenty two. Yeah, that's the plot of that book. Huh? I should read it sometime. I've only read the f- first chapter. Catch one. Yeah, catch There's one. There's twenty two chapters, right? Yeah. And each one is yes. building. Um. All right, so. The patients flushed their meds in the toilet again. No hospital staff noticed that. Like in the the notes that they kept, nobody. They were like, "Yeah, just flush the shit down the toilet." Nobody it caught me. It was the seventies. No one had cameras. Yeah, they're just cameras like, weren't invented yet. It's just what people did. You just, just trusted people. They you just, would just ask them, "Hey, just, did you take those meds?" And they'd go, "Yep." And they'd be like, well, yeah. I have no way of proving it. And everyone just flushed their meds down the toilet. That's how you, the seventies worked. No one took medicine. So, um, so there's bare aspirin. their time in the hospitals ranged from seven days to fifty-two days. So somebody was there for. You know, almost two months. Yeah. Um, and they were all eventually discharged with saying that their schizophrenia was in remission. Again, people that were perfectly normal. So um, they reported they, you know, they kind of released. They didn't like officially release this, but some of the info had come out about this initial study. You know, Rosenhan and the others talked about how while they were in the hospital, they were basically dehumanized. You know, the, the staff either they would like search their belongings randomly Um they had no privacy. Like some people reported that they couldn't use the restroom without like the staff, like watching them. Um, which, you know, again, you could see why people would be like, Oh, well, these people are a danger to themselves. We should do this. Um, yeah. but like I, it's complicated. Hold on. Was this before or after one flew of the cuckoo's nest? Uh, right. Uh, I think I it need was, to contextualize this through pop culture. I believe it was just after the book, but before the movie. Okay. That sounds right. I think the book was the late sixties, early seventies, and mm-hmm. this was so, so they had a bunch of nurse ratchets. Yes, um, actually, no, and that's the thing that they're talking about. Like, even the, the they said the staffers that were well-meaning would objectify dehumanized patients. They would talk about them like they so they were like casually dehumanized. Well, no, it, it gets worse. It gets worse. Um, but they were talking about patients like they weren't there, um, and then there were some that like did physically abuse and like verbally abuse patients. Okay. Um, so they that was like the first part of the study. Uh, they didn't like release it, but I guess the initial information had kind of come out. So there were a couple, like there's a couple hospitals that you know fought against what they were saying, and they said, you know, if you did that to us, we absolutely would be able to prove, like we would be able to catch that. Um, so Rosenheim was like, cool, that'll be the second part. So they he worked out with this location that over a three month period he would send pseudo patients to their hospital. And they had to rank all their incoming patients on like a scale of like who's most likely to be a real patient and who's most likely to be faking it, essentially. Which is like kind of a fucked up thing to do. Yeah. But the results are super interesting. So that patient admitted 193, or that hospital admitted 193 patients over that three month period. 41 of them, they were absolutely damn sure were imposters 42 of them they suspected were imposters yeah rosenhan said we didn't send anybody to facility <laughs> so that was like Ooh, yeah they 80 out of uh 193 that's yeah. like almost that's, that's about 40 45 percent yeah that's a large chunk of people that they thought were just like faking it that were actually real patients okay um and of he's, they also noticed that over that three month period, there was a large decrease. Couldn't that the, just mean that their symptoms were minor, though? I mean, 
but that's the thing is like everyone has different symptoms and that's kind of what he's trying to get at is that like our understanding of psychology and the way that we put things like put people into these bubbles of like well you must be this you know this sick in order to be diagnosed like that yeah like leads to people who are sick not being treated as if they're sick it's it's like it's super complicated yeah um you know and I, I don't think things are that much better today, but um, okay. Again, so I, I, I guess I guess I'm missing how things. how that experiment gets that result. What? Because it just seems like the idea is is if someone goes in to like a psychiatric ward and tells the people that work there that they need help and are experiencing symptoms of mental illness, it's not really a gotcha that they then think that they have a mental illness. Well, no, okay, then that, was a, that was a good, like, that was one of the big critiques. So they published that article in 90, uh, in 70. Because I would imagine most people in a psychiatric ward that go there say, I'm sick, I need help. I mean, obviously some people are, are, are have symptoms that are very severe, right. but some people, I'm sure, are, have smaller, more right. minor and so, symptoms. So that, and that's like an experimenter's bias. You know, you think you 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 expect to see something, so you see something. So yeah. they see, you know, oh, I expect them to let these people in uh, who aren't actually sick, and like you see that, and it's like, well, duh, it's a hospital; they're supposed to treat people. Like, of course, yeah. they let people in. Um, but so they published this article. It's called "On Being Insane in Insane Places." Uh, and again, there was a lot of controversy on over being it. sane in uh, insane places. Yeah, on being sane in insane places. That sounds like it sounds a, like a rap, a really bad rap lyric. It sounds like in the name of an album by a prog metal band. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um. So, uh, to get to your point about prog metal bands, no, yeah, about prog metal bands. <laughs> it's like the Drain um, Theater. No, so the, so many argue that faking symptoms of mental illness no more proves problems with a psychiatric diagnosis than lying about other medical symptoms. Yeah. Um, there's a guy named Robert Spitzer who's quoting, uh, I believe this person's name is Ketty. They're also a famous psychiatrist. With, uh, Isn't that that documentary about cats? Y- yes, but not spelled Kitty. the same way. <laughs> yes. Uh, he quoted the the cat documentary saying. <laughs> Um, if I were to drink a blood uh, or drink a quart of blood and concealing what I had done, come to the emergency room of any hospital vomiting blood, the behavior of the staff would be quite predictable. If they labeled and treated me as having a pe- bleeding peptic ulcer, I doubt that I could argue convincingly that medical science does not know how to diagnose that condition. Yeah. So, right. like, yeah, that's his I'm thing. Is like, guy. if you show up and you say, like, "Hey, I'm suffering mental illness." They're like, okay. They're, yeah, they're going to take you at your word. Like, why would they believe you're lying? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like... You can't go to a restaurant and then be like, I want food. I'm hungry. Yeah, just, just kidding. <laughs> I'm not hungry. I don't right. want this so, but, food. So that, but that leads to a big problem. But like, well, you've made food for you. You yeah. take it. So that led to this big problem because they're like the, the outcome of this study was that like there's already a movement to reform mental institutions and like deinstitutionalize people. Yeah. Um. Some because they think that there are better methods rather than just locking other people up, and others who are just like, nah, it's it's not our job to take care of these people. Fuck them, put them on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, you saw a huge increase in the homeless popul- population because there's people that were basically discharged from mental institutions. Yeah, um, and that's uh, obviously a, a blanket statement, but like that's just that's true. 
Um, and I'm not going to argue against it. So, I love to argue dumb things. But so, so it's like this, uh, pro- this study is super problematic because of that. Um, so there's like a lot of big issues. And I don't know. Again, this is 73. I do not know really what the outcome um, of a lot of that was. But um, one thing I just wanted to point out before, that's pretty much all I have. One thing I wanted to point out before I end is that uh, give a shout out to Nellie Bly, who is like a reporter in the 18... 18- hundreds uh 1887 she fly away she's like a bird yeah <laughs> bligh with a b you didn't say furtado yeah no yeah i, I heard furtado okay <laughs> um but so she feigned illness in order to be admitted to a, like a lunatic asylum again that's what they were called at the time um and she did that so that she could report on the tor- terrible conditions what there. year 1887. She got killed, didn't she? Did they no, screw yeah, up her brain out. with an no, ice pick? She, she got out. Okay. That's what they used to do, right? Yeah. Like they just go... 1900s. Okay. Yeah, that was like the lobot- like the orbital lobotomy. What year did you say? 87. 1887. 1887? Yeah. So and she, she didn't get an ice pick to the brain? No, they didn't have that procedure then. Oh, so she like just was early enough. Yeah, she, <laughs> okay, she, she predated like the orbital lobotomy. Okay, orbital lobotomy? Yeah, that's where they take the ice, the ice pick and put it like through your eye socket. Yeah. And just basically shove it up in your brain and then just wiggle it around a little bit. What part of that is orbital? The wiggling around? The is that orb? The orb? Orb, orb okay. of your eye? Oh. Your eyes an orb ish. Yeah, ish. Look, I didn't name the fucking procedure. Okay, go I take have it. A lot of go take it, it Starting at the name. Okay, and let then me also get you the rest of it. Let me get you a name of like a doctor in the yeah. 1920s and 30s. Right. I would like you to have go a word with that. Person. I hope they're still alive, so you can show up they're on their doorstep. In an in iron lung, but I will yell at them. I am not above that. Pull, pull the plug. Don't do that. <laughs> no plug pulling jokes. But speaking Sorry. of pulling the plug, how about we pull a plug on this segment, take a commercial break, and come right back. All right. Sounds good. Hey, are you like me and in almost constant legal trouble? Well, stop spending all your money on those highfalutin fancy big city lawyers. And try LegalZoom.com. That's right. Legal Zune, like the iPod killer that Microsoft launched a decade ago. Go there, LegalZune.com, and order yourself a Zune that's just preloaded with a bunch of old episodes of Law & Order. And if you listen to all of them, then maybe you'll learn a thing or two about the legal system, and you can represent yourself in court. Or... If you're like me, you can get the Special Victims Unit model, which is loaded with all the audio from every episode of Special Victims Unit, and just practice the iced tea parts, and then you can feel like you're iced tea. Just go to LegalZune.com slash Think slash 20% off slash get yourself one right now. Well, that's right, Thinkers. Think goes all you thinkies out there. G- go get yourself a legal zoom. All right, we're back. You heard a word from our sponsor. I'm still here. Uh, 
possibly a, a funeral director, maybe, Ooh, if we're lucky. Maybe. That'd be cool. That would be pretty spooky. But who knows? It's impossible to know until these episodes go up. There's so no. There's literally no way of we, knowing. We we're in such high demand for the advertising Schrod- space. Schrodinger's advertisement. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if Mr. Schrodinger paid us. We would put his, uh, was it like a lost and know. found thing for a cat? I think it's an animal shelter. Okay. I don't know. Schrodinger's no-kill shelter. But you know what I do now know a thing or two about? Getting into the second half of this episode of my topic. Alto saxophones. Alto saxophones? I don't know a damn thing about that. Tenor saxophones? Keep going. Baritone saxophones. It is a small thing that makes noise musically. A hurdy-gurdy. But I'll add a couple couple little extra clues. Okay. It's furry. Furby. There's three of them. One's real cool. Are you talking about Alvin and the Chipmunks? I am talking about Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh my god. Please tell me about Dave... David Seville, Seville Dave and Seville, yeah. Ross Bagdasarian. Yeah, dude. Ross Bagdasarian, senior and, and junior. junior. Yeah. All right. So you know a thing about Alvin I may or may too. not have purchased a uh, chipmunk single or two so that I could play it at the wrong speed. <laughs> really? Recently? Mm, like two years ago. I was... Uh, Actually, I, I take that back. It wasn't Alvin and the Chipmunks. It was uh, Witch Doctor. It was the okay, other single Okay, that's that what did. I want to get to. Let me say that. Yeah, sorry. Um, I, I look. I took your idea that we just literally just talked about, and I'm doing it now. You're right. Let's do it. Okay. I, yeah. I don't have any more info. No, you don't have anything else. Yeah, you're right though. Uh, <laughs> go fuck yourself. That's three. three. What happens now? Nothing. Shut oh. up. Uh, so the chipmunks oh. were created by, as you said, Ross Bagdasarian Senior. At the time, he was the only Ross Bagdasarian. He created them in a laboratory. In 1958. Yes, that sounds right. He was. Let's let's talk about Ross for a second. Let's talk about old Rossy. Let's talk about Rachel. I want to give you some background. Let's talk about Monica. Mm. Chandler. I prefer Phoebe. That's the other one. I couldn't remember who, yep. who all the friends. Central, you forgot the best one. Central Who's the worst one? Perk. One, two, three. Ross. Chandler. Ooh. Hard, hot I don't take? think you've watched enough Friends. <laughs> I've not watched any Friends. All right, there you go. Uh, Chandler is like weirdly sexual. Uh, like Joey's the sexual one. Like gay. There's a lot of homophobia. That's there's right. a lot of gay panic coming from Chandler. But like Ross sucks. Uh, okay. Anyway, back to not Ross from Ross. From friends whose name was Geller, Ross Geller. No, we're talking about Ross David Bagdasarian. Yes, played by David. But Ross Bagdasarian was not played by David Schwimmer, unless there is a Chipmunks <laughs> origin story, much like the founder. I think but that was the plot of, of Road Road Chip the the Squeakquel. Ooh, you're mixing up some movies. Yeah, there was the Squeakquel, and then there was Road the Road Chip. Chip. Okay, yeah, which is the second newest Chipmunk media. My favorite was the chipmunks meet the wolf man. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm just going to cut through the backstory. Yeah. So just, that we, I can we get got, to my favorite Yeah, let's party. get to the good shit. So um, we, in a way, have Rosemary Clooney to thank or blame for the chipmunks. Because the first musical success that Ra- Rossi B had was um, a song called Come On In My House. 
<laughs> which was recorded by Rosemary Clooney in 1951. It was called Come On In My House. <laughs> I don't understand why you guys are laughing. There's nothing funny about that at all. And it was uh, based on uh, like dialogue from a book and play that his cousin wrote called Human Nature or Human Condition or something. Okay. I think I have a copy of it. It's the worst thing. Uh, he also is famous, besides the whole chipmunk business... John Paul Sartre or whatever? No. Um, for being playing a, minor, playing a minor role as a piano-playing songwriter, much like his real self, in Alfred Hitchcock's film, Rear Window. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So there's... That's you my can, favorite Jim, J- Jimmy Stewart? Jim Carrey movie. Jim Carrey uh, movie, that's right. After maybe thinking, because it was the 50s, that the name Ross Bagdasarian, and maybe people didn't like Armenians, wouldn't sell that well. He took up the stage name sh- Dave Seville. He should have waited like 60 years, because in the 90s and yeah. like early 2000s, everyone loved Armenians. Or at least one Armenian. System of a Down? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're related, but I would like to think... I don't it, think so. At some point. Serge, Serge Tankian, probably not related to Bagdasarian. You say that like there's a whole history of like surnames in our Oh, uh, the, the, you didn't know they have like a Rom- Romulans and Capulets thing going <laughs> no, on. I had no idea. That's, I just confused Star, Star Trek with. Romulans and Capulets? Yeah. There were something... Romulans are the thing from Star Trek. Yes. Capulets are the thing from, from Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. What was the other one? I don't know. I didn't you're, watch Star weren't Trek. You, no, you're not. You know what major. I do know about the chipmunks? Uh, so Dave Seville, under that pen name, he the, first wrote Witch, Witch Doctor. Doctor. Which Witch Doctor is when he first started messing around with speeding up the tape speeds. Yeah. What does that sound like? Go ahead and do me. Break me off a piece of that kick, Kevin. Mm. Okay, can we just dub in later? Me doing like just like a little clip from. That's like Meatwad singing it. <laughs> I'm sorry that I can't perfect the fucking. You can't. High pitch. It's not like a thing humans can do. That's why we need tapes. Yeah. Similar methods were done with uh, Chip and Dale by Disney, but they used a different tape system where they couldn't do long things. Yeah, uh, he was the first person to figure out how to take like a long piece of audio and then speed it up so it still had the emotionality and tune of it. Yeah, you know who else did that? Voice? Kanye. Whew. Yep, they were at the same time. Yeah. My, I love the, the old Kanye from the <laughs> mid fifties. Yeah. And then after he did Witch Doctor, which uh, is not a song featuring the chipmunks, just a song featuring the high-pitched voice of the Witch Doctor, though later he did record a chipmunks version of Witch Doctor. Yeah. He followed that Witch Doctor with a song called Bird on My Head. Okay, don't know about that. Which had a high-pitched voice that, again, was not a chipmunk. Was it the bird? It was the bird on his head. Okay, cool. Finally. So so it's like the raven. Mm Mm-hmm. Finally, yeah, sure. It was exactly like the Raven. It was telling him that he should remember his dead partner. No, the you, if you never watched the Raven, the Fozzie Bear one, the from the John, the John Cusack movie. Oh, where no. Edgar Allan? Of course, I have Edgar Allan. You're Bowen the one that, that likes bad a movies. A murder detective. I only, I only want. It's not a bad film. I only want to watch a John Cusack movie where he plays Edgar Allan Poe. If it's like. 
John, if it's like Edgar Allan Poe's take on Say Anything, where it's he a does y- young Poe. Yeah. Really? There's no. like a young Edgar Allan Poe, and then Eleanor's no, like, no, up literally in a the plot and of that. Goes the, and like yells a poem the up plot to of that film is somebody is murdering people in Baltimore the same way that happened in Edgar Allan Poe stories. So and then he becomes a detective? It's the, literally the most mediocre movie I've ever seen. And you've seen a lot of mediocre movies. I mean, I've seen a lot of bad movies. I would but argue that, is that, the, that is the middle. That is like, there's no movie, like a movie, if it's better than that, it is a good film. If it's worse than that, it's a bad film. That is just the most average that film. That is the, like, if I ever did a movie rating thing, which nobody would ever pay me like to do. Like a solid five. No, no of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would trust your movie reviews if it was just like flipped around on everything you said. So I really okay, feel fuck like off. Spy Kids is a great film. All right, but I'm not gonna. Spy argue Kids Two is a better film. Spy Kids Three starts to lose the plot. All right, I just think using great. You know, we don't have to. Well, what I'm saying is, you giving that a five means that even on my flipped around scale, it's still dead in the middle. Yeah, that I can find middle ground in, literally. Finally, after those two songs, yes. He does the chipmunk song. In parentheses, Christmas Don't Be Late. Yeah. Which is the the hit popular chipmunk song that made the chipmunks the chipmunks. Not just any other creatures. They were now the chipmunks. This is the first song that established that Alvin was cool. And you know what was a neat little novelty about it? The year it came out, the hot Christmas present, the fidget spinner of the time was the hula hoop. Oh, yeah, the hula. So when Alvin says, yeah, says I, I, still want want hula hula I don't hula want a hula hoop. I just want my hula hoop. Yeah, that's what that, like, You could totally, and I hope they do. It's not there yet, but I hope like this Christmas they come out with Alvin like, I just want my Yeah, Or whatever's cool then. I don't know. It's months away. We'll find out. I just want universal health care. <laughs> so then after that came out, it was finally on the album, Let's All Sing with the Chipmunks. In 1959. They came out with another album the next year, which was Christmas with... No, in 62, they came out with another album okay. called Christmas with the Chipmunks that also had it, because that is the Chipmunks banger. Yeah, that's the that song. That is the that, song. It gets the chip, chip, chipettes? Uh, that's way wet. later. That gets them wet. That, like, like, Senior didn't know anything about the chipettes. They yeah. waited till he died till they introduced Before the they ruined his fucking life. singing female chipmunks. I have a fact about that that I do not know if I want to share on this podcast. I feel like I already know what it is, and is it the, I don't want to hear it. Uh, okay, cool. Cool. Do you want to hear it? No, we'll take we'll, no. We'll uh, take this offline. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't want to go to jail. Bonus content. So, I looked at a bunch of the the evolution of the chipmunks visually is really weird because in this period, like in the first cover for the album, they all were the same they're size. They're just chipmunks. Yeah, there's... they're just like normal, like mm-hmm. actual, like realistically drawn chipmunks. Yeah. And then I saw the next album cover of that, the next cover, which was they were all chipmunks, but. Like um, Simon and Theodore were wearing glasses. No, they were wearing like blazers Shirts. with okay. like uh, turtlenecks underneath, Ooh. and they had a T and an S. And then Alvin was in the middle, and you could tell he was a cool one because he had a striped, a, a black and white striped one that had a big red A on it. The thing that was weird about that album cover was that Dave Seville yeah. was portrayed as an owl. An owl? Yeah. 
They just had like an owl in the background that was like kind of scolding them, which makes like way more sense to me. The entire rest of the lore and idea behind the chipmunks is that this guy, Dave, finds three singing chipmunks that are like somewhere between three and four feet tall. Yeah, and he decides like, I bet I can make money off of this shit. Yeah, he exploits their talents and raises them as sons. It makes more sense to me if he's just like an owl, not a human. Like, it could be a whole, like, furry world. It could be, like, a, a fantastic Mr. Fox. Or a Zootopia. Or a Zootopia. A great film about singing animals. But it's not. I don't think they're singing. That's Sing. You're thinking of the movie Sing that has singing animals. Um, That zebra played by Shakira sings in Zootopia. That's a gazelle. Yeah, a gazelle. Sorry. it's. I watched it once. It's a good film. Yeah, it's fine. It's oh, better than oh, Sing. Was that? You, you agree with me? What happened to your rating system now, motherfucker? I don't think it's a great film. I think it's fine. I said it was a good film. I didn't say anything more than that. I said it's fine. You agreed. I said it's fine. You agreed. Your whole world is falling apart. Mm. <laughs> well, you, you get one. Or three. Alright. So that's so we can count how many times you tell me to fuck off and how many times I reluctantly agree with something you say. That'll be the scorecard. Alright, cool. All right, so that's what, three to one? Three to one, one right. in the bucket. Nice. So after that, they came out with the Three Chipmunks comic book series in 1959, which is when After? So it was like, that all happened in a period, and then, sorry, the comic book Simultaneously. series. Simultaneously. I think the album was 59 and the comic book series. Yeah, because it was just the original single that had that cover, and yeah. then it was the album, Let's Sing with the Chipmunks, that had the owl. And then Christmas with the Chipmunks came later, which by that point they had released The Three Chipmunks, which was a comic book series printed by Dell, which originally they drew them as realistic looking chipmunks, then they thought no, and they made them really weird and anthropomorphic. Yeah. Well, and then they be, they, they like they, they just become Theodore like got little a, beige people. Yeah, that have like scruffy hair. Yeah, they look like Peanuts characters, kind and, of. Yeah, and they have there's Simon who's short. Who's, yeah, no. Simon's, Simon's the tall Simon's one. Simon's the Theodore's tall, the, skinny, smart one who wears the glasses. Yeah, Theodore's the short one who Theodore's eats the all short, the time. chubby one that's like kind of like goofy, you know? Yeah, he's like... Simon's supposed to be smart. And yeah. then Alvin's just cool. He's a troublemaker that Alvin's, gets in over yeah, his Alvin's head. like the, the Fonz of... He's the original Bart Simpson, you know? Yeah, he's... Yeah, he's telling... Well, he didn't have shorts, I don't think, for them to he eat. He didn't. They all just had long... Shirts. Shirts. Very long shirts. Because they just raided Dave's wardrobe. Mm-hmm. So why did Dave have clothes that said A, T, and S on them? A, T, and S? No idea. I, I don't know. I, there's no explanation for that. I searched through the entire canon, and I couldn't find something. But I can. Uh, do I think I can hold you with the fact that there's a retcon? I think it's pronounced raccoon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, what's a retcon? So, I'll get to it. Uh, you it, can't just say there's a retcon and then be like, ah, never mind. I, it's a teaser for later. All right, fine. That's Do you want to hear about the, the animated series from the yes, 80s? absolutely. Now? That's and then I got 30 years to go, dude. Okay, fine. Give it to me in the order that you think it should be delivered. Chronologically. Yes. I'm just, you know, I'm a man of time. I like time going in order. All right. So after that, once they had separate personalities and all looked different, 
They made a cartoon called The Alvin Show. They didn't even call it The Chipmunks. They just called it The Alvin Show. Because apparently Alvin's the only one that matters. Yeah. Well, the other ones suck. They showed it in primetime, which was a huge mistake. Yeah. It didn't do well, and they canceled out after one season. Yeah, who, who, what kind of sad person's like, I love I, I love Lucy. Oh, I can't wait to watch The Alvin Show. I don't, were those on concurrently? Probably not. <laughs> I don't think they were. Especially if it was in the 80s. I don't have a TV guide from 1961 in front I of me. I don't know. Small Wonder? Is that 80s? Yeah, that was 80s. But we're still in 1961. Oh, this is... We're about to jump ahead real quick. I thought you said... Oh, you're right. So this you is the time th- jump. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it ran 61 through 62. Didn't do well. It was canceled after one season. Right. Uh, the last album, proper album, that the Chipmunks released before Ross Bagdasarian died... Was senior. one called? Yeah, senior. Was one called? The Chipmunks go to the movies. Came out in 1969. It was Is mostly it like a ju- mystery science theater 3000. It was mostly just songs from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Like oh, it was yeah. <laughs> songs from mostly. Did they like, sing the Child Catcher song? I probably. I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember the words the for that, but I'm pretty sure it's just like, "Come into my van, kids." I've got candy. That those are a weird film. Oh, I can almost guarantee they didn't sing that. Yeah, probably not. From Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Wait, do you not remember that Are scene? Are you sure you watched Chitty Chitty <laughs> yes, Bang Bang and not something different? There's a scene where the, the dude has a wagon and he is... No, or it's the, a... Was there a bad guy? He's a bad guy called the Child Catcher. He's literally called, he's the, called child. the Child Catcher? Yes, and he, runs, he comes into town in a wagon and he's like, I got candy, kids. Hop in the back of my wagon. And then the sides fall off the wagon and it reveals that they're in a cage now. And he like <laughs> laughs. I'm going to have to show you this afterwards. It is Buck Wild. It yeah. is. It's like I don't even remember anything else that happens in the film other than uh, Dick Van Dyke has a flying car, which I think is also the plot to the second Harry Potter film. <laughs> it is, and uh, arguably the end of Greece. Mm-hmm. Which isn't it a bummer that Greece Two isn't about that? It's a bummer that Greece wasn't about uh, Dick Van Dyke and. Um, <laughs> Angela Lansbury? I don't think so, but Julie sure. Andrews. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, all three. Let's get all three of them in there. That'd uh, be a great why film. Why didn't they do like an old people TV crossover <laughs> episode where it's just like diagnosis, murder, and murder she murder wrote? Murder she wrote, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Diagnosis, murder she wrote. Yeah. That was like all old people solving the murders The Dick Van Dyke show she wrote. All right. Nothing? Nah. Crickets on that one, huh? So after <laughs> after Rossi B Senior after Senior died from a heart attack, you know the Chipmunks just kind of sat there for a while. Yeah, they didn't know what to do. Dave, but then Dave just died. Exactly. Well, Dave and like every Chipmunk, he sang the Chipmunk. Parts. Yeah, I know. But in my head canon, well, that maybe doesn't the work. listener didn't. Okay. Well, maybe you should have brought that up earlier. Yeah, I guess now that you say it, I probably should have gave a little I backstory feel like the, maybe on Alvin like the, and the maybe Chipmunks. Maybe the first thing you should have talked about. Okay, so Alvin and the Chipmunks. Well, I'm going to get into that with the next part. Okay, fine. Keep going. That's where I'm going to lay it down. I'm taking Because taking their time. lore was not established. Like, at this point, all you know is there's three Chipmunks that sing songs. Yeah. And if you listen once to the Chipmunk song, you know that Dave loves them, and it's like a father to them. Does he love them? Equally. All equally. Even though Alvin is the real rambunctious one, he's also the cute standout. Yeah. So, it kind of sat there like it was it was a cold property. No one cared about Alvin and the Chipmunks for a while. And then, NBC started airing The Alvin Show as a mid-season replacement Ooh. during Saturday mornings in 1979. 
So after it had been off the air for 18, 17 years, they just decided yeah. after another show was canceled and to start a, airing it. fucking kids born in like the 70s were just like, this shit rules. Yeah, people really liked it. And then um, apparently at the same time, there was this uh, DJ who played a 12-inch... Ver- he was uh, DJ Chuck Taylor from KMET, uh, played the 12-inch <laughs> single version. The shoes? Huh? Yeah, that's that's what he, he invented the shoes. Okay, and also it's responsible for the revival of the Chipmunks. But um, he played uh, "Call Me" by Blondie, but sped it up. Yeah, and he was like, "Ha ha, this is the new Chipmunk single. They're covering "Call Me" by Blondie." And apparently, people started calling in. They're like, "What? We love the Chipmunks. That's awesome!" And then called the record company and was like, "We want more Chipmunks." And that's- so. Fuck wild. Okay, so the, <laughs> yeah. the the record company probably then called up Ross Jr. and was just like, "Kid, listen, we need you to come back. We know you didn't do this before." Yeah. So so he just but the game needs you. So the son picked up the legacy of his father, and what is his, what is and, his father's legs there. Huh? Nothing. Oh God. And in 1979, <laughs> he released Chipmunk Punk. Which is an album Ooh, that Chipmunk I, what? Chipmunk Punk. Okay, yeah. Okay, I know that album yeah, cover. Which yeah. I was recently given as a gift. Oh, which yeah. Led that fucking to, rules. Yeah, and it's weird because they call it Chipmunk Punk, and like, it's not punk songs. Oh, there's not. like a Tom Petty song. There's a Blondie song. There's well, a Billy Joel song. Okay, which what song, though? I think they do call me by Blondie. Like, they actually No, did. which Billy Joel song? Oh, um, fuck. I, it's, I think it's... You might be right. Yeah, it's on Glass Houses, dude. That was his punk album. <laughs> that's his punk album. That was his punk I'm album. I'm doing hand quotes. No, dude, that was his that's punk album. Bullshit. Oh, fuck off. That album's a good album. It's not a punk album. It's a good album, though. So he didn't sing about white wall tires? That doesn't make it. Yeah, I know it's not punk. It's got, but it's got a. Um, All for Lena. That song's rules. Sure. I am not got. I you know what I you know my favorite Billy Joel album, it's the greatest, greatest hits, hits one, one and two. two. Oh yeah, yeah, classic. I haven't didn't gotten have, into the didn't deep have cuts. Leningrad on it though. That's on volume three. Damn, I didn't know there was a third one. <laughs> it's the one with Leningrad, and we didn't start the fire. Oh man, you're missing all the, the, the greatest hits. Probably the best songs. Who needs Uptown Girl when you got We Didn't Start the Fire? I feel like that was sarcastic. It wasn't. You can tell from my tone. It was genuine. <laughs> okay. This episode's gonna end with me beating you to death with a, a bottle. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. And so uh, he came out with that, and then they did a uh, in 1981 to capitalize on it on the like people caring about the chipmunk suddenly, which like doesn't make sense to me. No part of this makes sense to me. I feel like there's someone out there in like the shadow government who who that runs the world that just loves the chipmunks and won't let it die. Yeah. Because there's nothing inherently awesome about the chipmunks. No. It's just shitty covers. It's, it's novelty. Quicker. It is novelty yeah. songs. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess like it's pretty easy to climb the charts of novelty songs, but why is just like a poorly sung cover enough to warrant? Well, you've like, listened to them slow down, right? No. Oh, we got to do that afterwards. All right, we're gonna the, we're, the we're gonna do song, a bonus episode. The chipmunk song slowed down, down is down amazing. Chipmunks. I think Patton Oswalt has a joke about it. Oh well, we don't want to bite off Patton Oswalt. 
So they did a chipmunk Christmas because that's kind of the thing. Yeah, lame. Get to the good <laughs> you shit. You don't like that one? And then they started a... In 1983, they came out with the second animated television series called Alvin and the Chipmunks. Getting closer. And that's where they first introduced the lore for Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. Which is that Dave Seville was a struggling singer-songwriter who one day walked out of his house cottage kidnapped and saw a basket with three chipmunks in it and took them to raise and discovered their musical abilities and loved them and then apparently i found out about this i didn't know this because i did not watch this show ran until 1990 like oh fuck i would not i mean i knew it blurring for long but i would not have guessed till 90 eight seasons yeah it lasted for a while and apparently, like their mom shows up and checks yeah. on them sometimes. Yeah, she's trying to get that's a that was the sixth season. So you do remember that? Yeah, there's an extended custody battle. <laughs> okay, I, you don't. <laughs> you but don't. imagine how good that would be if like this like if the beat. mom shows up yeah. like after they're rich and famous. Yeah, and it's like those are my kids. Yeah, like uh, fucking Rodney Dangerfield's dad. That's a callback. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and and like Dave Seville is just like trying to fight fight her off. That I mean I think what there's got to be an Alvin and the Chipmunk six coming out soon. That should be of the, the new that's, Yeah, let's do it. We should write that script and send it to him. That's that'll be an imaginary sequel. But the other thing, which is the piece of information that I'm afraid to know from you, is that uh, in the first season the show also introduced for the first time the Chipettes. The Chipettes. Which were the female versions of the chipmunks, which were Brittany, Jeanette, and Eleanor, who in every way mirrored Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. Yep. And they all like were the same, you know. That's like the rowdy. They all had voice. like kind of crushes on each other. And this is oh, yeah. the point where like it was the eighties where the chipmunks started looking just like like weird cute kids. Like they looked yeah. like cupie dolls. Not like Yeah. Not like, why are you making that noise? No, because that's exactly the, the the information that I have. That's what makes this so fucked up. Uh, there is a... Okay, go for it. Shit, shit. There is a either episode of the cartoon or in part of a movie where the Chipettes have a, a, a song that they sing while they bathe. And there's like an extended part where one of them is like nude. Like yeah. like chest visible. Obviously, there's nothing fucking drawn because it's yeah. a kids' cartoon. But like somehow, uh, like I I forget how the fuck we I get it. It's creepy. Yeah. I'm gonna get on with this. I got yeah. It's minutes. weird shit, man. Um. So then they introduced them, and in 1988 they changed it after the movie The Chipmunk Adventure came out, which the poster of which like I remember from my childhood, but I don't remember the movie. And the poster has Alvin like hanging onto a hot air balloon, so I bet it's oh, like oh yeah. You know, Rugrats go wild, but with the chipmunks. And then in 1988, after the movie, and, you know, that rebranding opportunity, they called it just the chipmunks because they thought it wasn't fair to have the chipmunks and the chip, like Alvin yeah. and the chipmunks and ignore the chip ads. It was yeah. really a show about both of them because I assume they all got married. Yeah, and that's, but what about uh, the Wolfman? Well, okay. Yes. Because it's Frankenstein. I just want to say, I, I read, I was reading some, like, episodes of the series and there was one where they tried to do they like tried to keep it culturally relevant and hip and so they decided to do a parody of the Beatles where <clears throat> you remember when John Lennon said they were more popular than Jesus yes uh, to keep it hip and relevant Alvin says that they're bigger than Mickey Mouse which like causes some shit 
in the world of Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> like, like a fucking like death threats. Like Mickey, Dave's house is burnt down. <laughs> Mickey Mouse fucking drive by. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then in the final season of the show, they changed the title to "The Chipmunks Go to the Movies," which yeah. was like the old album. Yeah. But instead of just being Chitty Chitty Bang Bang covers, it was weird movie parodies where they just did like a movie parody yeah, of that's like Back all to the, the Future all and King Kong yeah. and stuff starring Alvin and the Chipmunks. Then it went off the air. That's when they did all the stuff that I remember from my childhood, yeah. which is Alvin and the Chipmunks meet Frankenstein and Alvin and the Chipmunks meet the Wolfman, which came out in 1999 and 2000, which doesn't make sense. Wait, those are only 99, 2000? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That... Is blowing my mind. I know. I'm really was really thrown off by I like, feel like the that timing. was way older. Yeah, because I mean, it seems like there was another gap in the 90s. That means those Alvin movies came out after SpongeBob started airing. I guess so. Yeah, but I think they did reruns of the Chipmunk series. Yeah. throughout the 90s, because like Inspector Gadget was something I watched growing up, and that was 80s only. So yeah. I think we watched that, and then those movies well, came out when we were like, I mean, I was Inspector Gadget was like 2000 with Matthew Broderick. Haha. <laughs> Uh, and then there was a dormant period in 2004 they did Little Alvin and the Mini Monks which was like a puppet movie it was like Alvin and the Chipmunks were all puppets and that was the last thing they did for a little bit and then they did Road Chip that was the last thing they did for a little bit of that where they looked like weird little cute people Okay. in 2007 they did the reboot which was, I think, trying to like make them normal again. Which at the time I hated that they looked like chipmunks, but now thinking about it at all, like, yeah, why are they like weird beige people? <laughs> like, why is that the they, popular? They image? look like Batman rejects, like like rejected villains from Batman comics that got dropped into like like Clayface and like uh, Joker. Got they it. look like someone had a bunch of felt in five minutes. And, like, that's what you get out of it. I think that's how South Park's done, actually. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then, so they did, in 2007, they did Alvin and the Chipmunks, which I did watch, which is the retcon, where they make it that... They're uh, they're chipmunks again. That they're living in the forest because their parents leave them to live on a... Their parents, like, go to a hippie commune and leave Alvin, Theodore, and Simon, and they're, like, struggling in the forest, and a lumber company comes and, like, cuts down their tree and then uses the wood that they're still living in to build like a part of an entryway for this building that are like an airport that Dave is walking through Dave played by Jason Lee. And then they use it as an opportunity to hide in his luggage. Okay. And then the airline is like, sir, you cannot bring the chipmunks onto the plane. (laughs) That is a plot hole. But then he gets there and then rather than gladly taking them in, he basically like throws them out. Yeah. to the world until he hears them singing and is like, I can make a buck off of you. So and do you, do you realize that a chipmunk contains more than one ounce of liquid? You cannot bring <laughs> this onto a plane. You're going to have to drink this chipmunk and or leave it behind. You're Okay, so <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love the riffing. I just want to get through this because I didn't get to my favorite part, which is the last thing I want to say. The fuck is... How, how have you not gotten your favorite part? Dude, we already talked about Alvin and the, the Chipmunks la- Meet the Wolfman. It's the last thing I, I found out about. All right, um, tell me about the sequel. 2009, the sequel comes out. 2011, Chipwrecked. Chipwrecked. Where they go on a cruise ship, and then it wrecks, and like Dave isn't there, I think. And then 2015, they did The Road Ship, which I did not watch. And now they have another uh, TV series on Nickelodeon called Alvin and the Chipmunks, where they're back to looking like weird little beige humanoid what creatures. What the fuck? And that's been running for the past like 
year or what two. What in God's name? Okay, so the other thing that I wanted to Who talk- owns this property? Uh, I don't know at this point, but I think it's like Chipmunk Industries. No, it's uh, the the Ross Bagdasarian. It's like Bagdasarian Productions or something. He started that company. And his son, because his son still does all the voices. Yeah. And uh, his son's wife uh, does the chip ads ads and all the voices. And as far as I know, except in the movie. Does he have a kid that he's training to do the voices? Okay. In the movie, it's like Matthew Gray Goobler. And um, who's the guy that does the Mac from the old Mac versus PC ads. Oh fuck! Uh, Justin Long. Justin Long does it, and then like Aaron McCartney, Carter. or Jesse McCartney. Jesse, Jesse McCartney. McCartney. Yeah, he does the voice of one of them. Oh, uh, he does. Uh, so they just what's got that a bunch song of he cute does. boys to do the little chipmunks. I don't know, but the last thing I was just looking through, and uh, I don't want another pretty face. I don't want just anyone mm-hmm. to hold. I don't want my love to go to waste. Yeah, that song rules. Okay. What's this thing that you're showing me? So the last thing, that's a basic history up to today of the Chipmunks. Did you download The last the thing was I clicked on the album and the Chipmunks discography oh, and was blown away by all old. of these fucking... I mean, there's like 30... Are those albums? Yeah, albums. They just cranked those with shit With greatest out. hits. Yeah, and you... I mean, I guess it's really easy. You just grab the original track, speed that thing up. Well, effectively, since 1959, one has come out every year. And some years have had multiple releases. Okay, so it's oh, I mean, they're basically doing like a like a if Weird Al did a lot of like meth. Yeah, sure. And got like his like production tripled immediately before you came here. I found this web page and I clicked on this one from 1998 called the A Files Alien Songs. <laughs> the track listing includes Men in Black by the Chipmunks. The X-Files theme by the Chipmunks, Rocket Man, Venus, The Time Warp, People Are Strange, Mr. Spaceman, Destination Unknown, The Purple Peep Leader, which I think is kind of a dumb concept. But my favorite thing, and the thing I want to end this segment with, was they did a cover of Star Wars Cantina Band. Are we listening to that right now? I don't want to listen to it right now. Uh... I will. I do, do not. I do not care if this episode gets taken down for like some DMCA shit. If it means I get to hear Alvin and the Chipmunks. Do you Chipmunks. want to hear it? I can describe it for you. No, let I me, want. Let me descri- don't describe let it. Let me describe it for you. It's basically it starts. Fuck. It starts out with the opening of the like and then it's just the three of them talking, and it's a weird skit. Where they're like, what are we doing around all these crazy aliens? Oh, we're in the Star Wars Cantina Band? Hey, isn't that Han Solo? And Alvin's like, didn't I ever tell you me and him go way back? We're basically like brothers. And then they try and get Hans's... They say Hans like ten times. Hans? They try and get Hans's attention, and he won't ignore them. You Hans? And then Simon is like, Alvin, I knew you didn't know Hans. He's like, you know what? I don't know why he's ignoring me. I'm never going to talk to him again. And then they're like, look, he's getting attacked. He's in trouble. We should help him out. And then there's like a scuffle in the background. And then instead of helping him, there's one part where Alvin says, hey, Hans, you know who's going to play you in the Star Wars prequel? The Han Solo prequel? It's going to be me. Me and George Lucas are getting together. What? Yeah. 
So this is why the directors got fired. <laughs> exactly. Ron Howard, because original Alvin. They were the getting Alvin to yeah. play. They were getting Alden whatever, Alden Urich. They just got him because his name sounded like Alvin. Alvin yeah. They were making him wear one of those ball suits, and they were just going to replace him. <laughs> Like how they replaced uh, David Prowse's voice with okay, James Earl Jones. See, they're going to replace his entire performance now hear with me Alvin. Out. What if we go back and we insert all the things, like <laughs> all the things that Han Solo manages to succeed in that he shouldn't have? Yeah. We insert the chipmunks. Oh, just like in the background helping out? No, no. So like when Greedo shoots, they're the ones who, they like bite Greedo's leg, which is why he misses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's not because Han Solo was like digitally moved. Yeah. Um, You're saying George Lucas fucked up by not taking their idea, and yeah. then when he re-released them, the Sarlacc just pit. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if like the the chipmunks are like on his shoulder? It's like he's behind you, but obviously a lot higher than that. Like they're giving him directions on like where Boba Fett is. Yeah. What? Instead of Chewie. Wait. Like- better idea. Chewie is actually the three chipmunks in a giant suit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I think that's it. We got it. That's the that's definitely that's, the, that's the best idea. That's definitely the cover image. <laughs> I don't know how you can do that. All right, I think we peaked. All right. Do you want to do I don't feel like doing Shout things. Shout out that to I Janice liked. Carmen by the way. That's the, I think that's the name. Shout out to Janice Joplin. All right. I love her music. Heck yeah. All right. Anything else? No, that's it. I just cool. wanted to get to that A files. I would like to play it, but I feel like we definitely will get sued. We it won't be good for us. They're not so going to get can. us any so money. Just, just go and everyone listening, just go YouTube Star Wars Cantina Alvin, yeah. and you'll find it. Or Chipmunks, and you'll find yeah. it. All right, we can close up the episode. You want to do five things we learned? Ah oh, man, I there's no way for I me to cover. Yeah, because there's no way I'm going to be able. Cover five uh, things I learned. How did you learn a lot of things? I don't know what I learned. Okay, I guess I'll let me just start. I learned five things. My life is a lie. I think that's five words. Yeah, that's it. That's the five things I learned. So, one is my okay. The five things I learned were I already forgot what you talked about. I, talk, I should really start. I talked about the the, the, br- the brain stuff. Oh yeah, no one knows about psychology. A psychiatrist can prescribe medicine when a when a psychologist can't. Probably, hopefully. <laughs> um, if you go to a hospital and tell them you think you're sick, they will probably also think you're sick. Yeah, that's good to know. It will still cost you a lot of money, but. Um. I learned that like Alvin and the Chipmunks is really weird. I okay, I feel like there's maybe a crossover here. I feel like maybe you're starting to go into maybe your territory. You know? Okay, yeah, I'm just really hung up on everything I read about Alvin and the Chipmunks. I know it's, today. it's 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 ruining. And I guess my life. I learned that there was a brief period in the late 1800s where you could have psychological problems without getting an ice pick to your brain. Yeah. All right. But once they found out about the orbital lobotomy, they loved it. Yeah, they just like cannot stop. Just everyone just sticking an ice pick. Might be suborbital lobotomy. Now that I'm thinking about it. It sounds like a song that would be on the A Files. Yeah, Alien Songs by Alvin and the Chipmunks. 
And that's all I learned. I all try. Right. I, I tried not to learn anything, and I mostly did. Well, we usually, yeah, we're very good at le- not learning things. So I learned that when you leave the AC off in my apartment for about two hours, it gets real sweaty. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like being in a hundred saunas. It's almost like you're on Tatooine right now, entering the cantina under the twin suns of Tatooine. Woo! All right, tell me what you learned. I did. Oh, you're really just going with my life. Man, I, I, there's so much to go on. Like, I already knew all this shit about ba- Boss boss Ragdasarian. <laughs> Ross Bagdasarian. All right, here's what I learned. Here the I learned who the characters of Friends are. Mm-hmm. I learned that Ross is the worst one. Correct. I learned that the chipmunks have a very impressive uh, discography. They do. I learned that they... People in the 80s didn't know what punk was. <laughs> yeah. And I learned that um, the guy who played My Name is Earl was in the Chipmunks movie. Jason. He's also a Scientologist and began his career as a skateboarder. I knew all that. Well, what I didn't maybe know. someone out there learned something. And that's what we say here on the If we're going to hit you upside the head with some, some knowledge. Knowledge. Put on your thinking caps. Put on your thinking caps because we're going to hit you with a sledgehammer covered in knowledge. Sit down, shut up, and learn something. Tune in, t- tune in, like, and subscribe. Tune in and drop out. <laughs> we can use that, right? Yeah. Nobody's That's said that before. Never been done before. Yeah. All right. Plug? Uh, 120 volts. Yep, let's just unplug our mics and call it, a, call it an episode. Hey, you have anything, Harold? See ya next time on the end. We hear ya next time. Well, we don't really care though. We'll see. Read your tweets next time. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye.